0: Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. And um, what a difference a year makes because we, our team has grown exponentially. If you're on kids' team, can you just stand up? If you're in Tots, uh, if you work on a, come on a Sunday, can you stand up? Shama, that is you. Who else? Alasius, where are you? At the back. Can we just give them a really big round of applause? Because thank you guys. Um, um. Because I remember this time last year, uh, it was me, my mom and Faith and, um, and we were struggling and God provides, doesn't he? So these amazing people over the last few weeks, we've also had at least four people say, do you know what, I'd really like to be on kids team and it's brilliant. It doesn't mean that you maybe serve on a Sunday, we've got loads of different things uh, to get involved in. So if that's you, come and talk to me because I'm really excited about it. Something I like to do when I come to talk to you, because I don't get to talk to you very often, is just uh, celebrate a couple of people. Uh, And one person I want to celebrate from our kids' team. Um, It's almost like a long service award, because Steve Bridges has been on kids' team forever. Stand up, Steve. to Sarah Watson the other day and she was like I remember Steve when I was a kid and we used to do all sorts of naughty things like climbing on the chairs and hiding uh, all sorts of places so Steve what you do is not unnoticed you are amazing and we love having you on kids team thank you so much and There's two people that I want to uh, celebrate from these people down here. And these two people are amazing and they help out on a Sunday. They might not be able to get here early, but what they do when they are in kids' church, they help out with lots of the little people. And that is Millie and Ava. Do you want to come up here? (laughs) And just like I said to Steve... What he does doesn't go unnoticed. What you guys do doesn't go unnoticed. We've got lots of little people in kids' church. We have like four-year-olds to 11-plus-year-olds. And it's hard work sometimes. And these girls make it a dream. So you're going to have to share, I'm afraid. I know there's lots of people in your house, so hide them well. Okay, come give them a round of applause. Okay, so uh, before we start, I'm going to just pray and ask God to be with us this morning. Dear God, I thank you that you love children and that you are with us this morning. I pray that you will speak your words through me this morning and you'll help us hear all the things you want us to hear. Amen. Okay, well, this morning we are going to do about the presence of From the presence of God. So we're going to look at the Christmas story, hopefully with some help from these guys. And we're going to look at what the presence of God brought to different situations. And as Christians, we carry the presence of God into every situation and it makes a big difference difference. So some of the guys are going to help me with some, uh, they're going to read some bits of the Christmas story. I'm hoping for some volunteers to come and do some dressing up. So Ben Bailey, that might be you. You make a great Mary. Um, but uh, first of all, Tarragon is going to kick us off. Come on, Tarragon, uh, with our first bit of the Christmas story we're going to look at. Are you ready? Listen
1: God sent me angel Gabriel to a town in Galilee named Nazareth. The angel came to Mary and said, "'Peace be with you. "'The Lord is with you and has greatly blessed you.'" Mary was deeply troubled by the angel's message, and she wondered what his words meant. The angel said to her, "'Don't be afraid, Mary. "'God has been gracious to you, "'and you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, "'and you will name him Jesus. "'He will be great and will be called "'the son of the most high God. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it happen to me as you have said.
0: Brilliant, well done. And the angel left Okay, so, ooh, sorry. So, okay, so, <laughs> I've just got a really loud voice this morning. Um, well done, Tarragon. So the first part of our uh, Christmas story is with Mary and the angel. Have I got a volunteer to be Mary this morning? Anyone at the front? Come on, up, you come, coming, Eva. Do you want to be Mary? Right, we've got Mary here ready. This has been the Mary costume for about 20 years, I think. <laughs> there we go. Here's Mary. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I need an angel. Anyone feeling? <laughs> Sophia, come on up, you come. You an Be- You've not been an angel? <laughs> no. is, that, is that right? He's not been an angel yet?
1: <laughs>
0: there you go. Excellent. Okay, Sophia, your wings are wobbly. Hold on. Okay, so we had Mary, and we had the angel came to Mary to tell her she was going to have a baby. And she was really young, and it wasn't the right time. How do we think Mary might have been feeling? What do you think? How do you think she might have been feeling? She might have been feeling scared, JJ. You're absolutely right. Do you know what I thought she might be feeling? Hold this one up for me. She might have been feeling a little bit worried because someone's just told her that Jesus, God's son, she's going to be the mom of God's son. If you were ever underqualified for a role, I think maybe being Jesus' mom might have been it. She was worried. So God's presence brought a present. What present did you bring? Can you get the piece of paper out for me, Sophia, and tell us what it says? the angel bought, what was it? Peace. Yeah, the angel bought peace. The angel didn't go, oh my goodness, you look really frightened. Well, forget it. I'll go and find someone else. They said, do you know what? God will give you peace. And it says in Philippians, and we've read this verse over you so many times this year, that don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind. So God will help us to have peace. And the great thing about that verse is it's bookended by some really great bits. The three words before that verse says, God is here. God is here. And we don't need to be anxious about anything. We need to pray and give thanks. And afterwards, it says, think about these things, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, dwell on those things. And I think in that bit, of the Bible. We've got such a whole encompassing thing to do when we are worried. So when we're overwhelmed and there's too much in our heads, that's okay. God knows. He's not going to change the circumstances necessarily. He didn't change his mind and find someone else. He said, you know what? I'm going to be with you and I'm going to give you peace. Can we give these guys a round of applause? Do you want to just I'm going to put this over here, or I'll get confused. And it doesn't take much. Okay, Timothy, you're going to read us the next bit that we're looking at in the Christmas story.
1: Ready? Got it. At that time, Emperor Augustus ordered the Caesars to be taken throughout the Roman Empire. Everyone then went to register himself, each to his own hometown. Joseph went with Mary from the town of Nazareth to the town of Bethlehem. Mary was pregnant, and while they were in the Bethlehem, the time came for her to have her baby. She gave birth to her first son, wrapped him in cloths, and laid him in a manger. There was no room for them to stay in the inn.
0: Excellent. Can we give Timothy a round of applause? Great job. Absolutely fantastic. So, this next bit of our Christmas story, we need, we need Joseph. We do have a bit of a running Jake. We get Joseph to be Joseph most of the time. Don't we? Come on up, Joseph. We also need an innkeeper. Who who thinks they'd make a good inn innkeeper? Come on, Ava. Let's have you. Okay, and we also need Mary again. So come on up, Mary. Right, come on stand next to Joseph. So in this part of the story, what we've heard is that Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem for a census, but there was no room. How do you think they might have been feeling by the time they got to, to Bethlehem and found there was nowhere for them to stay? They might be, yeah, you're absolutely right, Arlo. They were sad and they were probably worried. But you know what? God had told Mary she was going to have a baby, didn't she? Didn't He? And she might be thinking, "Well, where are you now, God? You've told me that we're, I'm going to have a baby, but I've got nowhere to have this baby." So you might have been feeling, do you "Want to hold this for us?" This word, abandoned. Yeah, abandoned. Abandonment. They might have been felt. They've been left on their own. But The presence of God came in this innkeeper. What did the innkeeper give? You want to have a look in there, get out the piece of paper and read what the innkeeper bought. Do you know what it says? Provision. It says provision because Jesus being born in the stable wasn't God's plan B. He knew all along exactly the right place, the right time, uh, with the right people around, that even when in times we might feel God's promised us something, we might feel a bit abandoned, but God's got it in hand. He's got provision. It also says in Philippians, doesn't it, God will surprise all our needs. What are our needs? Physically and emotionally, God will supply them. That's His provision. Brilliant. Let's give you a clap. Well done. Well, do you want to have a seat. Sit back down Now, I think, have a sit down here then for me. Thank you. Well done, Joseph. Great job. Now we've got. Emily and Ava, do you want to come and do your bits? We've got two,
1: two bits now. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: Hold it. Are you okay?
1: Okay. There were some shepherds in that part of the country who were spending the night in the fields, taking care of their flocks. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone over them. They were terribly afraid, but the angel said to them don't be afraid. I am here with good news for you, which will bring great joy to all the people. This very day in David's town, your Saviour was born, Christ the Lord, and this is what will prove it to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Well, well Amen. Suddenly, a great army of heavenly angels appeared with the angels singing, praising to God. Glory to to god in the highest heaven and peace on earth to through to that those with woman whom his is pleased when the angels went away from them back into heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go to bethlehem to and see things the these things that has happened which the Lord has told us so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and saw the baby lying in the manger so
0: we need a shepherd come on Arlo come and be our shepherd You're right, Arlo. Do you know, Arlo is amazing. He's the only one who listens to the instruction of every game we ever play, and he knows exactly what we're doing. And also, what's your favorite thing to draw, Arlo? Um,
1: Anything.
0: Anything? you always draw in rainbows, aren't you? Yeah, it's amazing. Right, you're our shepherd, okay? And we need our angel backs here because the shepherds, Arlo, nobody liked the shepherds because they were smelly and they lived with all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It's a good job. You've got lots of friends. Do you not like the sheep anymore? <laughs> and, do you know, lots of people didn't like hanging out with the shepherds, but um, it was in, I think that was really interesting in our part of the uh, Christmas story. So it might be that our shepherds felt... This word. Can you hold this word? Do you want to say it? Worthless. Worthless. Yeah, they might have felt worthless, and I think all of us sometimes feel worthless. And I think it was really interesting, wasn't it, that God sent the angels to praise and worship on the hillside where the shepherds were. They were the very first people in the whole world to hear about Jesus. Can you lift that one out, Sophia, and read it for us? And what did the angels do? They bought the praise. Yeah, turn that around. They bought the praise. And while the shepherds were feeling worthless, the angels telling the shepherds how amazing God was. And although he was amazing and mighty and great and wonderful, still chose the shepherds to be the first people. It says in the Bible, God decided in advance to adopt us into his family by bringing himself to us through Jesus Christ. Before we decided, God had already decided that if you were a smelly shepherd, that you... You were part of his family. You were adopted. You were chosen to be part of that family. And you know, despite what we think of ourselves, we're designed to praise God. And when we praise God and reflect up to heaven how amazing he is, it puts into perspective our worth because he calls us our son and daughter. Right, brilliant. Can we give these guys a round of applause? Finally, we've got the lovely Millie who's going to read for us, our final bit that we're doing of our Christmas
1: story today. Soon after Jesus was born, some men came from the east and asked, where is the baby born? To be the king of the Jews. We saw his star when it came up in the east, and we have the come to worship him. When they saw the star, how happy they were, what a joy was there. It went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. They went into the house, and when they saw the child with his mother Mary, they knelt down and worshipped him. They brought out their gift of gold, Frankenstein and mercy and presented them to him. Brilliant. Well done. Great. Great
0: job. so finally we need some three wise men let's see who's looking particularly wise this morning Sheriff jj and kelman roman do you want to come and be a wise man come on then up we come right we need uh, mary and joseph and we you, actually you can sit here that will be lovely and we need baby jesus okay baby jesus Gonna have to hold baby Jesus, I think, Mary. Mm. Right. Well, right. Yeah, we still. You have no expense spared. One crown for you. Woof. Ooh la la. And you. Okay, let's have a look. Shuffle back. So our wise men, they came to see baby Jesus. And there were no big lights, no lots of singing. There wasn't lots and lots of noise. This was more quiet and more revered, reverence. Um, they knew who Jesus was. And I think... They were quite curious to see who Jesus was. They'd been on a big adventure. They traveled a really long way. So I think they were feeling I'm gonna hold this one? Curious. They were wondering, "Who is this king that has been born?" And Jesus came and the presence of God. Brought them, you're going to hold this one for me, JJ, to a place of worship. Okay? no, go and give that to read, darling. Go and give that to read. Oh, are you alright? Stand up and go and take that to read. Good boy. You've done a good job. Good boy. Well done. They brought him to a place of worship. Now this was really important. They travelled so far, it said, and then they came to the house. They saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasures and presented their gifts to him of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They gave what they have. And when we're curious and we go on an adventure to find out about who Jesus is, and we come to him at a place of worship, and we kneel and we give everything of ourselves to him. We get a world open to us of the possibility of what our life can be like with Jesus. And that's what these guys did. They knelt down and they spent that moment and gave all of what they had to Jesus. Brilliant. Can you give them a round of applause for me? Right, guys, you've done a great job this morning for me. Do you want to go and sit back down that's excellent. So, can you stand up and go and sit back down over there? Can we give everyone who's helped this morning a big round of applause? Brilliant job. Don't tread on my own. You did brilliantly. Well done. So this morning, we've looked at four different parts of the Christmas story. You know, we might not be those characters in that Christmas story. And we haven't travelled on their journey either. But I know many of us have faced those same feelings and emotions as those characters did in the Bible. And as we carry God's presence with us, those presents from his presence, are ours. We can have peace when we're unsure and worried. We can have provision when we feel abandoned. We can, God can help us praise and see the bigger picture when we feel unworthy. And he can bring us to a place of reverence and worship as we acknowledge who he is and what he's got for us.